0: Any advice I give to a caller is meant to be generic in nature and should be verified with his or her own financial professionals. You will hear about a variety of topics on this show that relate to investments and personal finance. We try to cover topics that people can relate to regardless of their net worth or financial situation. And of course, we try to keep it interesting. I would crunch numbers for two hours or spreadsheet cash flows because I'm a total math nerd, but that wouldn't much make for good radio. Instead, I choose to educate people on topics surrounding big financial events in life, like marriage and divorce, kids in college, death of a loved one, career changes, and of course, retirement. I once heard that it is a smart man that knows what he doesn't know. I'm sure it was my dad that said that, and I'm also sure that it applies to women. That is why I invite guests onto my show that have expertise in different areas also related to personal. Personal finance. I feel it's important to note that the opinions of these professionals are not necessarily the opinions of McNamara Financial or any of its advisors. As long as we are on the subject of disclosure, I should note that while we may discuss investments and or markets on this show, that past performance is not indicative of future results. Thanks for tuning in.
1: So here's the, here's the plan for today. The, for the first uh, part of the plan involves introducing my wife, Pamela, of lo these many years. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> and... Uh, Pamela is going to be the straight person this morning, or the interviewer, and this morning I'm going to be the interviewee, if that's the appropriate term, and and the general subject of the show is investing what it's not, okay, and... Uh, I've been in this business whoo. i'm in my 37th year i think in this uh financial advisory business stuff and uh i've seen and heard uh, and read lots of lots of things over the years and uh you know uh, the, the uh, if you can figure out mistakes to avoid you're probably on a pretty good course for doing things uh, correctly Although the way to do things correctly is to make a few mistakes and get smart later and learn, hopefully. But anyway, so over the years, uh, I've had people say to me certain comments or questions. Uh, I've read them in the newspapers. Uh, If if folks aren't thinking these things or acting on these things, uh, well, they're, they're not paying attention to their money. So there's a whole bunch of commentary uh... that i've heard over the years that i have to sit back if i have an opportunity and explain maybe that's not the right thing to do and i try to do that as very tactfully and politely as i can but uh yeah there's just lots of misunderstanding and misconceptions about how to be a successful investor and uh i'm going to tee off the next hour and a half plus or minus and uh weigh in on that and uh you know this is like real financial advice for real people in real situations and uh hopefully i have an ability to speak in english and people can kind of understand some things so we're going to have some fun um and uh if you have a question on the subject if you have your own statement or question you'd like to run by me or challenge me hopefully not but if you're if you're thinking something on your own uh, that you'd like to run by us here in terms of uh you know what's that thought a pretty good thought or not well hey we I happen to be a certified financial planner practitioner. That means I'm supposed to be smart about a number of things uh, in, in the financial world, and uh, we happen to manage a bunch of money for a bunch of folks in our business. And uh, you know, they they keep coming back for advice. So I think that's kind of a good thing. So I I, I do this for a living. I'm fairly knowledgeable about it, and uh, if you have some questions on your own that might get sparked uh, from the conversation that we're going to have here, well call-in talk radio always goes better if we have call-in talkers sort of a thing so uh, our telephone number by the way is 781-837-4900 and uh if you've listened to the show before or not we don't scare people here we we don't talk in uh, graduate level uh speak in terms of the world and uh Hopefully, if you have some questions or comments or or an investment issue or problem, it would be perfectly okay to give us a holler and uh, we'll give you our opinion about how that works. Uh, So let's see. By the way, let's do a couple of announcements here to get started, dear. Would that be okay here? Maybe the, uh, yeah, the ones on the bottom of that page. So why don't you take it away here about what's going on?
2: Oh, your investments, the topic for your next next saturday june 23rd what is my investment strategy the definition of strategy is a high level plan to achieve one or more goals under conditions of uncertainty Hmm. justin will be joining mike as they discuss various investment strategies justin McNamara, vice
1: president of investments yes
2: all right justin did you
1: ever think that kid would be where he is or what
2: (laughs) i will say yes i did
1: Good. We. Okay. Me too. But we're hopeful, right? Okay.
2: All
1: right. Right. right, Man. And and how about that second one? I think that we're gonna probably mention that a few times, if that's okay, too. Yep. Okay. Um. You only
2: have
1: one on there. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's so that one. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, uh, we have some topics on this show from time to time that we think are appropriate and topical we wouldn't be talking about them, but we were kind of wondering out there if there are some folks who uh, listen to the show who'd like us to speak on a particular topic or a topic we haven't talked about. Uh, give us a oh, call. What a good idea, right. Yeah, just kind of give us a call. You know, feedback about uh, if we're talking about stuff that's important to people sort of a thing. So, you know, if you have uh, uh, some suggestions for us about a, a show topic that might be appropriate uh why don't you give us a call and kind of run them by us and see where it goes okay all right so here's how this is going to work uh pamela's going to either read one of the comments or questions here uh, under my little outline that says investing what it's not and we're going to kind of go back and forth uh, about uh, my response to that and uh, if you have any questions about the question or comments at hand or if there's something on your mind that you'd like to run by us uh, in terms of whether it's good or bad investing we probably would have an opinion about that and hopefully it'll be helpful so again our telephone number if you'd like to call us seven eight one eight three seven forty nine hundred. 837 4900 and uh, without further ado let us begin where do you want to start
2: okay well i think here this is very timely because People always wonder: Is this a good time to invest, or is uh, this a bad
1: time to invest? Ooh, okay, yeah. And uh, I usually hear that question a lot when it's like really scary out there, and the world is like falling apart or coming to an end or something like that. And uh, so, so that's that's like one financial situation where I'll get that question, you know, which which really means I'm kind of scared. What should I do? Okay, and and then. The other times I get that question is when things are really high or everybody's happy and making all kinds of money and folks are kind of wondering, well, hmm, we about to do for a little, uh, well, let's see, you can use lots of words. I would use hiccup or, temp- okay. or temporary downward fluctuation in the markets, but some people might use crash or bear market or end of the world or ho- however you want to describe that. So, So that question or that thought comes and usually either very good or very bad times in in this world uh and, and my answer is like always the same um, if you have enough time a couple part answers if you have enough time it's never a bad time to invest never ever i'll, I'll have to go back and probably explain that mm-hmm. crisp answer okay so that's like the first thing if, if you have enough time it's never a bad time in terms of what you're going to do for investments okay uh let me let me try to uh clarify that okay so um the the you know the stock and bond worlds and okay they they run in cycles they go up and they go down okay uh and the cycles generally Get higher and higher over time, and let me. I, I need to do my yo-yo analogy because this is the best way I can explain this. Okay, so when I say the stock market goes up or down, everybody shakes their head and says, "Oh yeah." Okay, so let's imagine a person, a per, a man or a woman or a kid or whatever, flipping a yo-yo. Okay, and I would say, "Hey, here's an example of how the U.S. stock market works. It's going up. It's going down. It's going up. It's going down." And, and that's partially correct. Okay, uh, historically. Uh, it's gone up and up and up over time. And so the best analogy I ever heard was, so take that person on the yo-yo, put that person on an up escalator, step back a few feet and watch the escalator and the yo-yo and tell me what's happening. And what's happening is every time the yo-yo hits the top of its swing up near your hand, it's higher than it was the last time because the escalator took that yo-yo higher and every time that yo-yo gets down to the bottom before it starts to come back that that low was higher than the last low because hmm, that escalator Took it higher, and that's the absolute best description of the stock market I ever heard. And I've been using that example for about 30 years. Okay. I'll, by the way, I'll, folks, I'll explain why that goes up. This is a long-winded answer because if you're going to put your money to work at any time, you have to believe the world's going to get better. You know, if, if times are awful, you have to believe it's going to get better to put your money to work. Or if times are good and you think it's going down, you still have to believe it's going to get better because sooner or later it, it will. But you just don't know when. Okay. Yeah. The other part of the answer is you don't know whether it's a good time or a bad time anyway and neither do I okay so it's never a bad time if you have enough time and it's and nobody knows what time it is anyway okay so anyway to get back to the yo-yo and the escalator okay so if you're going to have faith about the stock markets of the world eventually going higher and folks if you look at any chart that tracks the the Standard & Poor's 500 performance, that's a proxy for the U.S. market, or if you look at any chart that tracks the Dow Jones Industrial performance, that's another proxy for the U.S. stock market and its health, or lack thereof. Okay, if you look back over the dozens and dozens and dozens of years, okay, that those indexes have been around, and if you look at that up-and-down chart that goes up, you know, that mountain chart? Oh, yes. Well, the mountain charts always go up over time folks but if you look at the mountain chart there's some like ups and downs along the way and that's that yo-yo going up the escalator okay uh so so i want to be crystal clear that at least up through yesterday uh, in the u.s and i'm pretty comfortable this is true for a whole bunch of other stock markets in the u.s stock market every time we have an we've had new highs all the time the 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 market numbers for some strange reason continue to grow I promise I'm going to explain that folks but uh they they get higher and higher and every time you look at uh a a top of a market okay it's going to go down if if by definition you're looking at it backwards in a chart in history and here's the high you're going to see it go down well if you look at that bottom of that down for some strange wonderful reason it's higher than the bottom of the last time around, okay? So I like to say that the general direction of the stock market is Northeast, and Northeast is without question an investor's favorite direction if you wanna do that, okay? So you need the time to ride through those ups and downs because you don't know when they're gonna be, okay? So as an example, and this is just an average, the average bear market, The average end of the world, the average downtime, the average hiccup, blip, or temporary downward fluctuation. However, whatever rings your bell, folks, in terms of the down, those average downs since the beginning of the century have been about 18 months. Okay, The, The longest one has been 30. Okay. Per- period. Okay. <coughs> they seem like for absolutely ever when you're in them. Oh, by the way, oh, oh, because the world has fallen apart. Okay, so the oh, average yeah. downtime is eighteen months, and the longest, I'm, okay, okay, going back 80, 90 years, folks, if not further. The longest uh, is like thirty months, and that was, by the way, in the two thousand to two thousand and two tech bubble. We always like to name the downturns. We have to. Yeah. That's we, we, right. Yeah. Okay. So. So. So if in the lifetime of anybody in uh, that's listening to the show if the longest it hit the fan was 30 months by the way the average amount of time it goes up is about three and a half years all right so if a down is 18 months and an up is three and a half years mm, I think we got a five-year cycle Mm. okay well you know whenever I uh, whenever we meet potential clients for the first time and, and go over some investment education stuff, that's pretty important. Okay, I like to say, I'm planning on looking intelligent with the recommendations that I give you. But I don't know how long that's going to take for me to be smart because I don't have a clue about where the markets are right now. Okay, If, if I met somebody... Uh, on march 6th of 2009 by the way they were very nervous because the world had come to an end for about two years but that was the bottom of the last down okay so if i met somebody on march 6th of 2009 or anybody in that you know several months period after that was the beginning Of the longest the second longest up market we've had in our lifetime it's still going on folks plus or minus okay uh and i looked really intelligent or i should say McNamara financial services Mm -hmm. everybody looked really 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 intelligent uh because we had wonderful things to talk about for folks when we sat down and did their annual reviews because a rising tide carries all boats sort of a thing so so that those are great things okay with those folks By the time the next down comes okay they kind of can deal with it because they got some big profits that they had and they just kind of hope and it's going to go back up again sort of a thing so they at least they had some practice seeing their money grow (laughs) given the circumstances if i met somebody or any of my peers met somebody around september 30th of 2007 it takes us five or six or seven years to to look smart because you know things went down for that 18 months and you know that that's just the way it is so if you have a diversified portfolio and you've got a bunch of stocks and bonds in your portfolio you're not going up or down as much as the stock market there's kind of by definition so so if you don't know what time it is Well, then you may as well invest your money because nobody knows. Okay, I've been telling folks I think the U.S. stock market is high for the last five years. I haven't stopped them from putting money into it. I think it's. But but if you don't know what time it is, okay, and if you have long enough to live or enough of an investment time frame, right? Well, that's it. No, it's just that
2: it's time. You you need you need time, time. You, yeah, and you, you need do. to be willing yeah
1: yeah yeah to okay really
2: put in your time
1: yeah yeah and, and and some people uh will say well I I don't have much time and I would respectfully say your time frame is the rest of your life how much time do you think you got okay uh, yes. and, and and that's kind of how it goes so, so so it's never ever a bad time to invest ever Okay, if you have enough time to ride through that cycle or two. By the way, if the escalator keeps going up, getting through the first cycle is the difficult part. Getting through the second one becomes a bit easier. By the time you get to the third one, Hmm, I, don't, I don't look at the stock market pages anymore. I've, I've done this before. I know how it works. I'm still thinking the world's going to be okay and we're not going to come to an end sort of a thing. So, so the trick is to have enough time and the trick is to just kind of do it. Now, when times are tough and people are nervous, and that's just kind of where the world is, okay, not, not necessarily right now, okay, but it's not greedy either, but it's not fearful. But when times are tough and people are petrified, uh, I'll say, well, look, you need to put this money to work. You know, you don't need it, Mr. Potential Retiree for 10 years, and we don't know how much further it's going to go up or down. I'll give you a choice. Why don't you take uh, this money? Let's divide it into, say, uh, four pieces. And how about uh, every three months for the next year, we invest a quarter of that money into the markets, okay? Well, if the markets continued to go straight up for that time they should have put it all to work as a lump sum right okay uh, but if the markets went down then you could have bought it at cheaper prices a little bit and that'll come out in the wash that's called dollar cost averaging okay so so i want to answer the question again and i want to explain why people should have some faith okay well okay there's never a bad time to invest your money folks never if you have a long enough time to do so Okay, but the only reason that you do that is that you believe that the world is going to end coming to an end and kind of get back together again. Okay, if we look in back in history, all the evidence says every time we've had a catastrophe of any nature on the planet, we got better. That's a good thing. Okay, Uh, and so there's like no historical evidence you to be bummed out about the fact that the world is over because it'll come that'll that the end of the world comes bouncing back well well, yeah okay and and two two reasons for that first of all the world is too small to fail everybody's got lifestyles they want to hang on to and you know what We'll figure out ways to f- solve whatever problems we have because nobody wants to lose their lifestyle. You know, nobody wants to lose their standard of living. Nobody wants to have their lives change much. So in vi- whatever the issues have been we kind of figured out how to deal with them. You know, if you think back to how you felt, folks, in 2007, 8, 9, okay, about the the absolute world coming to an absolute ever-loving end, okay, and it's not like financial advisors are all excited and happy. That was a pretty scary time. But what you do about that is the important important part given the circumstances, okay? I'm going to run over on this break just a little bit so we can kind of finish up this very long answer to that first question. So there's only one thing that drives the prices of stocks higher over time okay so the 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 question is what's moving that escalator that that, that escalator is heading northeast and it's continuing to do that despite the excitement of th- that comes with the yo-yo okay this is where you need the time and this is why you should be optimistic Folks, if if there's one thing that you pick up from this show between now and and 10 o'clock, I want you to please remember this, okay? There's only one thing that ever, ever, ever is responsible for driving the prices of stocks. Oh, let me insert the word companies. Okay, their value of prices of stocks, value of companies. Okay, so let me use the value of companies. It's a little less scary. Maybe there's only one thing. That increases the value of companies over the long run, and that's their ability to make money. Okay, there's a cutesy little website, and I didn't bring a, I didn't bring a computer with me this morning. There's a cutesy little website called the Standard and Poor's 500 at your fingertips, folks. Go there, plug in your birthday, and see what the U.S. stock market has done for your lifetime. Okay, and take a breath. Okay, okay in in this capitalistic world we live on in oh i you know let's not criticize capitalism too much folks it brought you your lifestyle Mm -hmm. but in this capitalistic world we live in okay regardless who as who's president regardless of what's going on with interest rates regardless of what political or geopolitical or global event that's going on the 500 biggest companies in america for a very very long time looking backward have figured out how to make money despite what the heck's going on yep some of those companies fall by the wayside and other ones you know add but with those companies you know it's, thank you god those companies have to deal with all kinds of stuff going on and th- the only comment I could make is if you look over the long time by the way five or ten years is the, the beginning definition of that for some godly strange reason most companies have figured out how to make more money. And you can see the S&P 500 dividends, folks, and the profits over time. That's what drives the escalator. If you believe that, you're going to be okay. So let's take a break, Tim. Okay.